When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Power of Us. This is Abel. And this is his very prepared for the recession wife, the Rosie. The recession, man. It's about the, to recess. Is it happening or not happening? Is it recessing or not? So, according to... Wikipedia? Wikipedia. They changed their mind. They changed yes, their mind real s- quick. We, we switched the definition. According to the administration, we're not... Therefore, yeah. Wikipedia changed its Last mind time when we the were definition. in a recession, we were... We're in the exact same. Are you talking about 2008? Yeah, last okay. time we were in the exact same type of everything. Yeah. But we High were in a recession gas, right. back then. This time it's not. It's right. different. They changed it. The, yeah. Anyway, people, so. save your money. Yeah. And this is what we're going to talk about today yeah. on The Power of Us. How do we prepare mm-hmm. for a recession? Whatever definition Wikipedia has. Yeah. <laughs> I was reading today, babe. Uh, no, I mean, we, Abel and I, um, actively talk about this. I mean, thank God, you know, we're, we're blessed even to be able to have this conversation. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, and that's where we should begin. We thank God for what, for his blessings in so many ways, specifically financially, but no matter how financially blessed you are, I think you should still prepare. Yeah. There, there's nothing, don't get to the point where you're like, ah, I'm doing so good. Yeah. You know, my makeup is off, my, my merch is off my boutique. I'm glad you are doing great. I think we should still prepare mm-hmm. as a family. So I was reading the other day, I'm, I'm on Pinterest a lot and that's where I get my info now. Oh, really? Yeah, of how to prepare for the recession. And I wanted to know what you thought. You know how, how I'm very active and you agree on overpaying Whatever credit, whether yeah. it's the mortgage, a credit card, a car payment. Yeah. I mean, we're trying to avoid the interest rate, yeah. right? Right. I, I hope you go, you guys are too. But it's said that during a recession, maybe you should just pay the minimum and keep some of that cash available. Really? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know what you thought because we want to pay off any debt we have and and see so it actually does say my friend who's a amazing real estate agent in beverly hills shout out to gloria castellanos um obviously we want to save money mm-hmm. uh but we also want to pay off our credit right <laughs> right you don't want any debts but i think she's saying don't have any debt if you want to invest mm. in a house mm. so maybe that's the thing so um Savings are very, very important, especially right now. Um, How much savings, baby? Because savings could be a hundred bucks and you feel great. Like to me, to me, this whole thing of you have to have three months salary. Oh no, it's six has months. Always been, no, 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 okay, no. it used to be three months. It, it's but, six months of of expenses. That to me has always been like, how? How do you do that? Like, you know how what can you achieve that? Salary whole, is? Uh, it's a ring. Yes, it's an engagement ring. But it's ring. like, how can you do that? Like, how, how how is it a person can save up six months? But anyways, 
So let's say let's say you save up, but yeah, you take like a year to save up for six months. Not even bro. more. Get right? out of here. Yeah, like porque tienes gastos. In reality, like <laughs> if you if you're very frugal, at most you have twenty percent of your Which check left I am over. Very frugal. At most, I frustrate my husband sometimes because I over budget the budget. Yeah. <laughs> um, she oversaves. I oh hey, sometimes I do got to pull out a saving, but I'm figuring it out. Yeah. So, and that changed now too, though, because has. of inflation. What I used to save, mm. I, I had to take down what we saved. Mm. Say we used to save a hundred bucks. Yeah. Now it's like I can only save fifty because yeah. the other fifty va gastos de comida or oh, gas so, or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, so rebudgeting can be one way to prepare for the recession. Rebudget. Um, figure out. Still save. I think you should still save in the recession. Mm -hmm. But how much may change. Yeah. And really do have a goal. Maybe it's not the six months. Maybe that's just crazy. I, I would feel good with the six-month cushion. That would be awesome if it was obtainable. But I also want to invest. So yeah. say a great investment opportunity comes because, hey, recessions are still a time where some people, where some of the best businesses have been made. You know which ones? PayPal. Um, I think a, a lot of the transfer money ones came at a time of recession. Mm. Um, if you're looking to invest in, in real estate, you probably wait to a recession because mm -hmm. there may be some foreclosures and stuff like that. Um, but, but what do you think about what they said about only paying the minimum on, say, your mortgage so you have some cash left over? There are people, and this is where, this is where it's getting confusing for me, there are people that are taking out loans um and not using their money because it's going to get taxed on there are people that are selling things and reinvesting people, do you mean big companies do these, that these are no yeah. these are these are a lot wealthier people and so that that kind of stuff that are, confuses me that, too that, it just still confuses me cuz if okay? i have the money I'm talking why not about, use it i think i think honestly this this pot this podcast has to be broken up into two different scenarios. One, okay. how do we survive the recession? Because there's people here that aren't even thinking about investing. There's people okay, are like, what can we fair. do? Okay, and then the second part, we'll break it up into, all right, this recession is going to give me an opportunity. Okay. I got five Gs. Should I start a business? Okay. Should I save it? Should I be scared? Should I be excited? And stuff like that. Okay, so okay. Let's, let's go number, let's start with the first one. This first part, before we take the break later on, how do we survive a recession? Let's talk about how, how we survived the last recession. Mm -hmm. Well, we weren't together. We weren't together. But now we're a family and yeah. a family of five. Yeah. So. Did you invest the last recession? I lost property the so last you, recession. You lost I property. I had two condos. Where were In Georgia, maybe? Mm -hmm. Jackson? Jacksonville? So you had them before the recession. And they were doing great. And then they went down. Okay. Yep. No rentals, um, lost property value. I lost them and it ruined my credit for like seven months. So we we, so short, we tried to short sell them and I couldn't. So then number one, okay, let's go based off of what happened last time. In that case, I should have just paid the minimum. If you have a business or some sort of venture that you're investing, that you have money invested in, mm -hmm. you need to analyze it and figure out, is this thing going to make it through the recession? Right. Or should I begin to start thinking of a ways to 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 get rid of it before I'm in a place where I lose money on it? Am I gonna walk away even or making ten percent instead of eighty percent like people were doing last year when they sold the property for like way over its value? How to how to get rid of it though? I mean, when you have property, it would only not be a, we're not there yet. 
So right. things haven't tanked. Right. So to ask someone to take over the lease. Or or to get rid of it and stuff like that. You got to yeah. start thinking about this if this was going to happen. But but make that a, a, a pray for, prayerful move. Don't yeah. do it out of fear. Like yeah. really think what's the best for me right now. Yeah. But um, but even then, we're talking about people that have already invested money. Let's let's go back to like families who don't paycheck have that yet. Paycheck by paycheck. Yeah. Paycheck by paycheck. I think I agree with not paying more on your full mortgage once we hit the recession. Yeah. Right now, I think we still could uh-huh. save a little extra. Say, say your mortgage bill is a thousand bucks. I know it's not. Believe me. But say it's a thousand bucks, and you usually pay five hundred extra. First of all, good job, because the faster you pay that loan, the less interest you pay. But when the recession hits, maybe pay just the thousand and pocket those 500 if you can, mm-hmm. because you may need them, especially if inflation it has, I don't know, inflation chilled out 1%. Mm-hmm. I don't know if gas is, I don't know if it's going to go down again. Gas but, has been going But down. I think that is one way to prepare for the recession. Mm-hmm. No longer overpay your mortgage. Yeah. Okay. While also paying off your credit cards. Yeah. Like get rid of those quick. So that is a good one. Um, if you are, if you are living in a paycheck to paycheck, right now is a good time for you to focus on getting rid of any and all debt. Yeah. That's one. Two. If you are not, you're probably there's a lot of people that are listening to us that probably don't have a mortgage. They probably rent. Yeah. Um. So if you are renting, do not look into moving somewhere else. Yeah. Right not now. yet. No. Okay. Wherever you are, if you don't like it. If it is ugly, if you're low, Unless, if you want one of those new changes and stuff like that, right now, only think about fixing up that fixing up wherever you're at. If you, you mean need, if you're staying in the same city? Because the most yeah. expensive cities to live in are Miami, Los Angeles, New York, someplace in New Jersey, another place in Florida, and Long Beach, California. Yeah. Okay, so if you live in those cities and you're thinking of moving to another place that's not so expensive, that could be a way. Okay. But if you're in Long Beach and you want to stay in Long Beach, yeah. then and you're renting, stay put. Don't, you know. But like, so okay, but like, there's rent has gone up, but if you're moving from a place where you've been for four years, wherever you go to next, regardless of the city, it's gonna be more expensive. It's probably gonna be more expensive. Oh, you're right. I get what you mean. So I'm I'm just saying like if if you just if like if you're moving to another state, you know I get it. But like, if you're just trying to move to somewhere else, yeah. Unless you're downsizing, you're gonna, yeah. un- unless you find an amazing deal and you're really, really hunting, yeah. Think about just fixing up your place if you want to stay. If you're gonna, if you're tired of being there, yeah. Right now isn't the best time for you to move and go to another city. I mean, move and go to another apartment yeah. or a complex or a duplex or a house even. Yeah. Right now, just kind of figure out how you like it. Rearrange some stuff. Get new furniture or whatever. If you if you have the cash to do it, if you need that that new feeling. And obviously, we are not VOG. We are not voice of God. Okay, uh, we have some prophetic gifts going on. But we, if you heard this and said, "See, Jesus told me not to move," that is not what I'm saying. Yeah. We're giving you advice here, and what we would do: still always pray, because God could do so many things. He could tell you to stay put or move. That's on God. But yeah, I, I think economically, moving to a new place right now would be so expensive. Yeah. Your rent's going to go up first first month, last month, yeah. plus deposit. So yeah. yeah. Um, okay, what would be another way? No frugal spending. Yeah. You know what's one of the worst ways to spend money? Brand names. Mm. I know, like, I, I love a Louis as much as anyone does. Yeah. I, I love stuff, but if I can buy 
a knockoff. What do they call them now? A dupe. Okay, there you can look up dupes for makeup, for shoes, and and don't let the brand name make you. Okay, you can look the same hot girl summer in a Target shirt or which whatever else. So if for the next year you plan to just chill out and hold off on that Louis, hold off on that Chanel, mm-hmm. and just get a cute dupe and wear it like with style, do it. It's not, there's no shame in that. You got kids to pay. You got a quinceañera coming up in seven years. Be smart. Wear your dupe with pride saying, I'm smart. Look just as cute. Because brand names, if you can hold off for a little bit, I, I think that would be wise. Definitely. Desde ya. Yeah. Just wait till the recession's over to get yourself that Louis. Agreed. Um, yeah, frugal spending is definitely going to be a way. Like, you got to really understand of, is what I, it is, is the lifestyle I'm living a lifestyle that I can afford? Yeah. That's Oof. something you really got to ask yourself. Question one all the time. Not only recessions, all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, it, you got to really, really analyze that stuff. I, I understand having fun is great. But honestly, if you're going out every weekend and you're you're having uh, takeout or you're eating out with your friends or your family. Mm. Like, dude, honestly, like eating out as a family yeah, man. really started to you know hurt how expensive me expensive avocados really, are, bro? really started to hurt me i think like three four months ago when yeah. i realized dude every one of these bills has yeah. three numbers in it yeah for five people yeah when before it was like 60 70 yeah we're eating the same yeah so so yeah it's it's gone up limit limit your eating out honestly i know i'm not the best cook but I can make my kids, you know, spaghetti and I can teach them. My kids are learning to eat sandwiches. I, they're finally hearing, yeah. I comida en casa. Because we used to always buy yeah. food. Now I'm like, you know what? Grandma cooked. Eat it. I pero it's beans. They're good. You're going to eat them or, or go to bed hungry. Mm-hmm. You leave them that option, they're going to have a burrito. Yeah. So eat at home. I mean, choose a day. Yeah. Sundays is for us. Mm-hmm. Sundays we after church we like to go out and eat but if we can eat breakfast and and dinner at home that's what we do yeah another one that I heard and it's very small right um but it can make a big difference because I heard that chicken and meat chicken and beef are going up in price mm. hit October more because they've already gone up yeah but all okay but farmers right now are spending more on grain yeah. And everything to feed that cow right. that's not big yet is yeah. going to be big in October. It's gonna so that more. price is going to go up. Right. Start buying food now and freezing it yeah. because it'll last you six months. Yeah. So if you see a good deal yeah. at Target or wherever you buy your food, yeah. ooh, that chicken. Or maybe it's not the best deal right now. I'm telling you it's going to be higher. It's going to be. But please, please learn how to freeze stuff. Like if, if, they, if you have to invest in like one of those... Um, things that suck out all the air, like I'd, I'd do it because honestly, ah. food, foods, if it, if you freeze meat, it can get <laughs> freezer burn and then like, you're just not going to eat it either right. way. You're right. You're right. Like, so uh, like keeping it straight up, like <laughs> we have so much food sometimes where I'm like, dude, like we're never okay, going to eat wait, this. You're talking about a Mexican mama. We're talking to, I hope we're talking to a second generation Hispanic family, like me, right? Uh When I freeze food, I'll buy like the big chicken. Uh I cut it up in thinner pieces and then I separate it into really good Ziploc bags. So there's going to be no freezer burn. Okay. Okay. My mama does it a little different and she, she over freezes. (laughs) So I get what you're saying, babe, but I'm, I'm teaching the new mamas, but yeah, you're right. Okay. Just Google 
how to freeze meat. Yeah. So, yes. I'm like, I'm not like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I'm not. No? Si se yeah, I'm not knocking your mom, but it's like, dude, like, we have so much of this stuff. I'm like, when when has she ever cooked it? You know? And it's like. She does. No, I'm just saying, like. She's, like, she, she'll use it. All right. Oh. She has a system going on that we don't, we haven't figured out yet. Yeah. Um, just, also, uh-huh. another way of saving some money is, and, and I know it may be tough for you guys, but. If you can buy frozen fruit instead of the fresh fruit, try. Now, before you flip out on me, I don't like frozen fruit either, especially if it's like you have to thaw it. And then my mom tried the other day to freeze some blueberries and then thaw them. Oh, I saw those things. They're, They're all up. weird, right? They, they, They're all they don't, soggy. They don't taste good. Yeah. I mean, they taste good. They don't look good. But if you're going to do smoothies, I do like protein shakes every day. So I, I can start buying frozen uh, without the sugar. Don't mm-hmm. get the extra sugar. Just frozen strawberries so that you can put them in your protein shake because they're cheaper and they last longer. Yeah. But for my kids in the morning, I need a little bit of fresh fruit. That's yeah. how they like it. So um, that is one way. It, it, it's little changes like that that you're like, ah, son 10 centavos, es un dólar. That dollar might make a difference. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's good. And I, I think lastly, it's just budgeting, budgeting to try to just prepare um, mm, backup plan. You Honestly, mean like a side hustle? Yes oh. and no. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Because you need to have a backup plan. Like, mm-hmm. honestly, let's say you don't like Uber. You don't like uh, the, the, sh- the shopping one. Instacart. Uh, Instacart. Mm-hmm. You don't like none of the stuff. You don't do that stuff. Uh, have your account ready just in case there's a layoff, just in case something goes mm-hmm, crazy. Mm-hmm. You got to have a backup plan. And I've kind of learned that in my life recently of like, I need to prepare. And it's not like hoping for the for the worst. It's not expecting the worst. It's just, I don't want to skip a beat. Yeah. If, if something goes wrong at this company and mm-hmm. they don't want to let me go, but something happens, yeah. pues I got to make money again tomorrow and yeah. try to figure something out. Um, I would not try to shop around for a new job because if you're entering a new space and you're leaving one where you're where you haven't been laid off and you're leaving mm. one job for another one because you think you're going to make more money over here, guess what happens when stuff hits the fan at that new place? The newest people are the ones to go. So I wouldn't necessarily um, leave one job that yeah. you've been in there and you have tenure and all that stuff for another job because you're going to get an extra dollar because those new people are the first ones to go whenever there are layoffs. Unless you're leaving one job for like, let's say Tesla, who we know is doing great right now. SOC. But if you're leaving, I don't know, one supermarket for another supermarket and you're a manager at the new supermarket, pues, I don't know, you know, like let's say you're leaving one managerial job for another managerial job. Like, I I don't know if you're going to be able to last there if they need to let people go. Usually the first one to get let go is the newest ones. Yeah. But always sense. have something going on, on 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 the side as well. You have something prepared, whether if it's Uber or Instacart or whatever it might be. Well, I think that side hustle conversation now takes us over to after the break. So good. We'll be right back after the break. All right, guys, welcome back from the break. So we're talking about this recession 
things are being recessed. My hairline is being <laughs> recessed. Everything is just being recessed. My, my lighting is recessed. Your li- <laughs> my, I, I'm not going to get to go to that show. That's what I decided today when mm. you told me how expensive those tickets were. Mm. I wanted to go see Shania Twain, and I still do. Mm-hmm. Still love her. It's not the time for me. Mm. Hopefully she has a concert in a year or two from now because, uh, you know, $400 isn't like, whoa, the most expensive in the world. But if I'm thinking about preparing for a recession, yeah. I, I'm thinking now. Yeah. You know, I and, and we'd have to fly to Vegas and get a hotel. And mm-hmm. so... Uh, I decided that would be one of my ways of saying, hey, I'm not. And then Usher, who's amazing and I love him so much, mass. So I was just like, I'm just going to wait. Yeah. I'm going to wait, put some things on hold, see them after this recession situation. Which they say that a recession usually lasts two years. Mm-hmm. But with this whole nitty gritty about the definition of a recession, with them denying it, yeah. it could t- it could actually be three to four years. Got it. You know, like the more you deny something, the more you prolong the delay. (laughs) (laughs) So what do we do in this recession? If we are in a position to possibly start a business, if we're in a position to Let's call it a side hustle. Because sometimes starting a business sounds so scary. Mm. It sounds overwhelming. Mm. Starting a business sounds like you have to invest 5,000. Do you think that to start a side hustle, you have to always spend 5,000? No. You do not need to spend 5000 but you need to put in more work mm, if you okay. don't want to spend more money. Well, in a recession, we're not going to be afraid of work, guys, yeah. right? So, don't don't quit your day job. Yeah, no. No, no. I, I mean, like, you need to put in extra. extra effort in learning something. So let's say you want to start a clothing brand. Mm-hmm. You got to learn how to make T-shirts. If you want to start a clothing brand and you want to go to somebody and tell them, I want you to make me this shirt, I have a really great idea, mm. expect to pay two to three times as much as, yeah. if you, as if you were to take the time and learn. Well, the, now, because in that case, you just become a middleman. Right. So you want to be more than a middleman. You, want, you actually want to create something, right? Yeah. So, like, is an initial investment going to be more? Yes. That's another thing, too. You have to understand how much of an initial investment you have to start into whatever you get into. Mm -hmm. So figure that out. If I'm going to try to make as much profit as possible, I need to figure out how much is the initial investment if I want to do it myself. How much is the initial investment if I want somebody else to do it for me? So I can buy 10 blank skirts Mm -hmm. and then... Um, beat bead something on them. Yeah. Right. Just make a real cute little heart design. Yes. I just transformed them. Yes. I bought ten cute shirts. It doesn't have to be a hundred cute skirts. Okay. No. I bought ten. Yes. And I put cute little. What do you call those little cute beads? Bedazzles. Bedazzle. I bedazzle them. It sounds ridiculous, people, but you can do anything now. Yeah. Okay. There are little eight-year-olds that would love your bedazzled skirts. Yeah. And you get 10. What I'm trying to tell you is don't think that you have to get a 1,000 or yeah. 100. No. And don't think that you you have to learn how to sew yet. Maybe. But right now, if all you know how to do is bedazzle, get 10, bedazzle them yourself. Because it, I could pay someone to bedazzle them, but then I just lost some of my profit there, right? right? So, there, so there are different ways to weigh this out. Okay? One, if you're going to start, if you're going to test the waters, okay, you don't do it yourself. You get a small amount, mm. you pay a premium, mm. and you're lucky if you make 20% profit. Mm. And you okay. have to understand that. You get 24 shirts, you have somebody make them because they're super complicated. They're not just like 
white t-shirts with one word on them mm. you know they're like it's a full face and it looks all interesting and stuff like that you you pay a premium and you're lucky if you make 20 percent profit on it which 20 percent is still better than nothing yes take that 20 percent and save it but everything is a risk no well we'll get into oh, that oh because then you got to reinvest everything is a risk yes whatever is your business that you're starting whatever it is that your side hustle you're starting Everything stays there. You start off with $500 to invest in a side mm, hustle. I get you. Those $500 along with the profit stay there. Okay? If you are driving to go drop off these orders, yes, pay, put gas in your car. Mm. If you can afford not to use the money for that company or that side hustle to put gas in your car, then don't. Mm. But everything has to continue flipping and flipping and flipping. You have to flip your money several times before you start mm. really really making any profit yeah. now you are making profit because now those 24 shirts you sold them and now you bought 48 shirts mm -hmm. and then you're going to buy 144 shirts every time you flip it you're going to be able to buy more and the more you buy the less the products cost the mm -hmm. more profit you make but in the beginning you always have to start off by testing things so it really depends and you have to do your research is it is it if I'm testing the waters, is it better for me to get everything to make the stuff myself or is it better for me to um, have somebody else make it for me? Yeah. Here's here's the kicker now. Mm. Okay. There are millions and millions of people starting businesses and closing them down every day. Mm. So this is where OfferUp becomes your friend. Ah, if you're looking to start so a new business. I can buy my little beaded used Bedazzler. Do not ever buy anything new unless you cannot find it on OfferUp. There you go. Okay. That's a way to prepare for the recession. Go to OfferUp instead of going directly to the store because yes. it might be used once or twice. Here, here's, yeah, here's the honest truth. People start businesses, they fail or they don't have time or they gave up or whatever it might be. They got pregnant, they got divorced, whatever it might be. And then they let go of the business. So, okay. Is we it just sad? bought a used Peloton off a girl that got pregnant. Like, yep. bless her and her baby. She only used it five times, and we got a used Peloton, and there's no shame in it. Is it, um, does it suck that they gave up in their business? Yes, but they're selling it. They need money at that moment, mm -hmm. okay? Y en eso también, dude, like, you have to be a businessman and negotiate with them. If they want 150 bucks for this thing that you need, Dude, say, I got 120 and I'll pick it up right now. Okay, so that's another way to prepare for a recession, whether you're getting a business or not. One of my flaws in being a businesswoman is I, I don't know how to, like, bargain. I don't yeah. know how to negotiate. You must know how to negotiate, mm -hmm. okay? I mean, t teach your kids to negotiate, um, but but ask Ask for that $10 extra off, you know, if they say no, so they say no, yeah. don't take it personally. But what if they say yes? Yeah. And, and that's a way. So of saving, obviously you can't, no puedes regatear uh, at Walmart, but yeah. you can at a swap meet. You yeah. can be like, I'm gonna go to swap meet. I'm gonna say, Hey, can give me five bucks off? Yeah. Maybe she'll give you two. Don't, don't be ashamed. We're all going through this recession together. Yeah. And if they can, they can. And if they can't, they can't, but you tried it. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, yeah, you have to just really, really put yourself out there and really use as many skills as you can to try to get the best that you can, you know? So a a another thing about not being shy, when you do open your side hustle, whether it's bedazzling a skirt or making cupcakes, get, get me, both of them are honorable. Don't be shy about it. You're hustling. I mean, if, if you decided to yeah. sell Mary Kay, Avon, Monat, don't be shy. Like, girl, you are doing it the right way. You're not stealing from anyone. Yeah. 
if you decided to put yourself out there and, and start like a sewing business, Casey says that now girls are like doing that. What's that needling thing where they have the two knitting? big? Yeah, they're knitting. But oh, there's yeah. Cro- cro- crochet. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, like girl, cro- that is so cool. Crochet, yeah. I'm proud of those girls. They're around Casey's age. They're crocheting and selling little like boot, like little boots for babies. Uh. Heck yeah. You do that and don't be ashamed. Post it on your Instagram every day, every time that you um, post your your work on Instagram. It's like if you opened up the doors to your mm-hmm. business. Tell your family, hey, you know what? Can can I make you some? Mm-hmm. Can you know? Um, because that that's how we're gonna work yeah. through this. We're all gonna work it together. Mm-hmm. It is work. That that mm-hmm. Instagram or that reel or whatever it is, where it says. Uh, I didn't want a nine to five, so I opened up my own business and now, and now I work I'm working twenty four seven. It is it is really true. And it just depends on how hungry you are. The like, other one of everything is content, everything is uh-huh. content. So whatever you're doing when you're making the bedazzled um skirt, make yeah. a content video too, because it's all content yeah, so and it's all promo. It's um it's gonna take a lot of work. And that's something you gotta understand. If you are going to be a a person that has a successful business that that even wants to begin a business you waking up at nine is not going to work okay you have to get up or you have to wake or you have to go to sleep later you have to figure out what you're going to do with your life in those times so like honestly right now if you're going to prepare for this recession you got to cut out all honestly all the fluff out of your life Mm. um if it's something that you love to do and it helps you health wise and mentally, yeah, keep it. Yeah, but like that's just really, really the be journaling, honest. The journaling, the the mo- motivational stuff, the what's that M word? Uh, <laughs> the yoga, meditating stuff. Meditate, keep yeah. all that, but you know, take out the three, four hours of Netflix. Put it, yeah. limit it to thirty minutes. You know. Yeah. So I mean, doing all that stuff is super important. You have to make start making decisions. Um, and so, and wake up earlier or, or sleep later. 5 a.m. And be club. okay. And be okay with that. Figure out your life so that you're not ruining your life as well. But are you a person that's going to wake up at 5 a.m. and work on your business for an hour and a half and then start getting ready and go to your day job? Or are you a person that's going to go to sleep at midnight and still wake up and still be the exact same person? But you got to figure out who you're going to be and how you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And and you know what? This recession, it, it could be scary. Okay, I get you. We're not gonna live in fear though. We we can do something about it. We can actively do something about it. Whether it's saving the money that you have, whether it's no longer buying, you know, brand names, whether it's buying frozen fruit or opening your side hustle. Yeah. These could be opportunities. You must see it as an opportunity for for like uh, rebudgeting, growing, um, learning. And maybe, just maybe, this tough time in your life can be what catapults you into having your own business. Yeah. I'm telling you, God can surprise you. Yes. Just just throw yourself out there. Yeah. Start crocheting, you know, start making those cupcakes that everyone yeah. tells you are delicious. Offer them at the next birthday party. Yeah. And you don't know, maybe three years from now, this may be your full-blown business yes. and God will surprise you. Yes, yes. Um, let's just pray. Yeah. And then let's close it off and we'll just pray for you, for your business and for God's hand and favor upon us uh, and during this recession. 
Thank you so much, Lord, um, for life. Thank you, God, because you love us, because you died on the cross for us. I pray, Lord, that you can help us in this time that is coming, prepare us, guide us with the correct ideas, with the bright ideas, with the fresh ideas, with the new ideas that, that can help our community, our city, our culture, whatever it might be. If it might be for uh, a mom right now that's listening, that wants mm. to begin their own... Hispanic girl empowerment t-shirt brand. Yeah. Guide her, Lord, with the yeah. great ideas and the great people to surround her to help her bring that to life. If it is uh, a person that's going to open up a bakery, if mm-hmm. it's a mom that makes really, really, really good um, tamales, tamales yeah. and, and she's just going to just kill it during this holiday season, then spread the word, God, and help her, Lord, be able to spread the word through people and through word of mouth. I just pray, Lord, over us and any endeavors that we're going to be doing. I pray, Lord, that it can be your hand upon it and that whatever we begin with you in it will end with you in it as well. That halfway through it, we won't just forget about you and make it about us mm-hmm. and follow our flesh, but just continuously listen to your voice. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.